Hello and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will slice or dice, or dice and dice even, or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing. As of September, I'm doing Serial September, Serial Killer Movies. Tonight is Monster from 2004, based on the life and crimes of a female serial killer, Eileen Waros. Starring Charlize Theron in her Oscar-winning role. A quick background on Eileen Waros. She was born on the 29th of February 1956 to a 16-year-old mother and her father left before she was born. Eileen never met her dad. He died in jail in 1969 via hanging because he was a paedophile. Eileen had a brother Keith who was born on the 14th of March 1955. And when Eileen was four, her mother abandoned both of them with their grandparents, and both were heavy drinkers. By 11, Eileen was drinking, smoking, and having sex. She also started having sex with her brother. Her grandfather would often beat her when he was a drunk. At 14, she was raped by a friend of her grandfather and fell pregnant. Uh, which she gave the child for adoption. At 15, she dropped out of high school and soon after her grandmother died of liver disease. After that, her grandfather threw out of the house. Now living on the streets, she found work as a prostitute. At 20, she married 16-year-old Louis Fell. However, the marriage was quickly annulled due to her drinking and wild ways. Also, she beat him up with his cane several times. By July of that year, Keith had died. In May 1991, 1981 rather, she was arrested for armed robbery and stole $35 and two packs of cigarettes. She was jailed for at least a year. On January 1986, she was arrested in Miami for car theft, resisting arrest and obstruction of justice. In July 1986, Eileen met her girlfriend Tyra Moore at a Daytona Beach lesbian bar. Uh, her first victim was Richard Maroy, who she killed in November 1989. She claimed it was self-defence after he tried to rape her and beat her up. However, later on she says there was no such thing as self-defence. Uh, her final victim was Walter Antonio, who she killed in November 1990. He was shot four times with a .22 pistol and just left for dead. She was arrested in January 9th, 1991, where she confessed to everything only after Moore confessed three days earlier. On January 16th, 1991, Eileen confessed to all the killings. However, claimed they were all done in self-defence as they all tried to rape her. Again, this was later proven. She later retracted that rather and says none of it was in self-defence. This was all done in ice-cold hatred of men. From... January 1992 to January 1993, she was convicted of six life sentences. She wanted to die, saying she was evil and had real hate in her heart. She even hated all humans. So, in October 9th, 2002, she was put to death. So, that is our very rough look at her life and crimes. Let's see what Hollywood does to it then. With its $8 million budget, this thing pulled in $58 million. Starring Charlize Theron, Christina Ritchie, Bruce Dern, Lee Terrison, I think that's his name, and Scott Wilson, written by Patty Jenkins. The plot, based on the life of Eileen Waros, a Daytona Beach prostitute turned serial killer. 
That's about it. <laughs> Up pops Hallwood's favourite phrase, based on a true story. Then we hear a voiceover from Eileen, played by Shelley Theron, talk about how she always wanted to be in the movies, famous, rich, or whatever, powerful, successful, blah, 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 blah. You know the bullshit. Flashback to Simchirot Eileen, who is now played by Cree Ivory. She's playing with clothes and toy jewellery and plastic jewellery and her grandfather pulls away to beat her. Flash forward to teen Eileen, played by Caitlin Riley, who's been mocked by the mean girls. As later that day, she flashes her boobs to teen boys for a buck a pop. That night, she's hitchhiking home. She's picked up by a random man who... She... Fucks him, thinking he will make her rich. He pays her ten dollars and tells her to get out of the fucking car. Up pops the title, Monster. Now, is that Monster as in she's a serial killer, or Monster as in the big bad man? Uh, with Eileen sitting under a flyover in the pissing rain, gun in one hand and money in the other hand, cut to a bar and he will meet Selby, played by Christina Ricci. In walks a soaking wet Eileen, asking for a towel. She buys a beer to get it. Up walks Selby to buy her a drink. However, Eileen was very hostile to her and says she's not fucking gay. Uh, the two then talk and connect over beers. What the fuck? At closing time, after many beers and many, many shots, they're throwing out after sass talking the gay bar manager. Outside, Shelby hits on Eileen and the two return to her home. One thing I want to know is why Selby wearing a cast on her bloody well arm. Also, why the hell call it Selby, not Shelby? I've got to make up some bullshit name. Just fucking Shelby, not Selby. Well, Irene, well, Irene or other, is showering. Selby gets dressed for bed. After the shower, she crawls into the bed and out goes a light. Next morning, Selby's roommate, Donna, played by Annie Carroll, wakes her up for church and here she finds them both in bed. Outside, Selby hits on Eileen, telling her to meet her at 5 o'clock the afternoon in some, I don't know, dive bar, whatever the fuck it is. Selby goes back inside, so Donna reads her the right act, saying she was nothing but a street walker, a street person, a cheap slag and a cheap whore. And not to do it ever again. Cut to Eileen at a storage unit, filling her bags with her stuff and note. Eileen did have a storage unit. She'd keep things from her victims. Then when she did money, she would pawn them in a pawn shop. Charming. Here she's caught by a rental manager, Tom, played by Bruce Dern, who lets her away without paying. Is that how that one works? Oh, she also to pay him in blowjobs, but he refuses. So, are we supposed to be sorrow for Eileen? I'm feeling nothing. She's rude, aggressive, nasty, and a complete Grifter, I do not feel sorry for this woman. Later, at a gas station toilet, Eileen has a hers bath in the toilet sink. And note, Charlize put on £30 to play this role, hence why she won her Oscar. Because God knows, a pretty woman who ugles herself up deserves a fucking Oscar. That afternoon, at a raw disco rink, Eileen meets Selby, who pays her way in. Over hot dogs, nachos and milkshakes, Selby asks Eileen if she's a prostitute, which she says yes. They then go into graphic detail about what men will do to her for money, and then what she thinks of some random teenager at her 
But the skating rink would do to her. Apparently he's big into S&M because... Oh, who gives a shit? Who in the fuck wrote this shit I've wrote down here? What the fuck is this garbage? Finally, we get Selby's backstory. She was caught kissing a girl and her parents threw out of the house. So she left to go into this town, which is unnamed, by the way. She broke her arm and she can no longer work. So she has to go back home because her dad pays for the whole broken arm treatment stuff and the reasons, the blah, 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 blah. He also wants to send her to a quote-unquote pray the Galeway camp. Uh, minutes later, both are skating around the ice rink, uh, the, the, no, ice rink, the roller rink, rather. Seconds later, they are slow dancing to Don't, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. As they kiss outside, they also dry hump in a back alley. Ooh, ah, artistic. I mean, mm. That night, Eileen makes money, as in the morning, Selby is packing her things, heading home. In walks her roommate Donner, to tell her her dad has her a job, and she has to go back home immediately. So that afternoon, Eileen is in a car with Chuck, played by Tim War. She spends him a bullshit story about needing to go back to Miami to see her kids, but she needs money to do so. And note, I'm guessing this one is her third victim, Charles Car Caradon? Kardoski? Whatever's his fucking name. Um, I apologise to his victim, but I can't pronounce her second bloody well name. Who she shot nine times for up to an electric blanket and left him to decompose. She then stole his gun and car. After him, she picks up Vincent, played by Lee Turgeson, who takes her deep into the woods. She charges him 20 bucks for a blowjob, but $30 for full-on sex. He wants both, but she refuses, so he beats her up. Much later at night, outside the raw rink, Selby is stood up, as back to Eileen, who is tied up, lying face down on plastic-covered seats, with her head busted wide open with this... Vincent Guy ramming a tire tire iron up her arse. What the fuck, movie? She gets free and shoots him eight times, then piss whips, pistol whips rather the dead body, falling to her knees and screaming in anger. Did we want to see this? No. So, was he victim number one or number five? Who cares? This movie sure as fuck doesn't. She drags the body deep into the woods and wraps him over with a tarp and just leaves him to die. Or rather leaves him to rot, even. In his car, she finds a rape kit and a murder kit. What the fuck? Was he a wannabe Ted Bundy, for fuck's sake? With that, she steals his car and heads to get Selby after dolling us up in a public toilet. What the fuck, movie? Who wrote this shit? It's 4.30 in the morning. So Donner... It tells her she knows about Eileen and Selby just runs away. Eileen tries desperately to get Selby to stay in Daytona, I guess. But she says no, she's heading home. So Eileen hands her hundreds of dollars begging her to stay. Yeah, run love, red flag. Fucking run! With that, she rows off into night with Eileen in the stolen car. Next morning, in the next town over, they rent a room in some cheap sleazy hotel. Cut to scenes of them in bico bars, drinking and partying, etc, etc. Next couple of days, Eileen is cleaning the inside of the stolen car. And notes before ditching each car, she would spend 
hours removing every hair, every fingerprint and every stain. I then cleaned it with industrial strength cleaning products and then just dumped the car in the woods somewhere. Sarah returns to the place she was staying to get her stuff back, but she's caught by Donna, who then forces her to talk to her father on the phone, who is furious she's now fucking a prostitute, and demands her to go home immediately. But she just runs out of the house and says she can't, she's a complete la 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 la, she runs because she's a fucking naive idiot, she thinks Eileen actually loves her. Eileen then burns all the unsellable stuff in the woods, before leaving the car buried deep in the woods. She returns to the motel to find Shelby has all her stuff back from Donner's. With that, Eileen says she's quit being a prostitute and she'll settle down, get a job and a house and look after them both. Yet more bullshit voiceover from Eileen about how once when she got for her kid at 13, she thought she was special. What the fuck is this feminist power bullshit? She was heartbroken over giving up her baby, even though she thought it was for the best. But she hated the fact she wasn't able to say goodbye. This movie makes her sense. like, yeah, fuck the kid. I'm now special. Ooh, I met a celebrity. Ooh, I'm special. Who the fuck wrote this crap? This film is utter bullshit. Anyway, back to this piece of shit. Cut to a montage of Eileen at interviews getting rejected time and time and time again. That night in a biker bar, Eileen is telling a wild bullshit story of how she told a male lawyer to stick his job up his ass and she stormed out of his office. In reality, he told her she had no education, no skills, no job history, no training, but she was a party girl for 15 years until life slapped her around the face and now she wants the cosy life everyone has without the hard work. She then tells him he's a fucking idiot and storms off saying she thinks she's a fucking retard. Yet, he's the bad guy here? What the fuck? It's true. She left high school at 15. She has no job experience. She has no skills, no training, no education, nothing. Yet, she wants this perfect job as a fucking lawyer. Who wrote this crap? Anyway, cut to Eileen at an unemployment office, screaming and shouting she needs a job and demanding one. As outside, she's arrested by a cop. Who, surprise, surprise, drives her to underground car park to force her to give him a blowjob. You know, this man-hating in this film is beyond toxic. This feels sleazy, mean-spirited and vile. Yet, you're supposed to feel sorry for Eileen Voros, the woman who cold-bloodedly killed seven men with a gun for little to no fucking reason. Do you want to know something? Fuck this movie, I'm done! I am not going to have an ounce of sympathy for this piece of shit movie and this bullshit crap. Time for a fucking wrap up. I'm only 48 minutes into this hour and 48 hour movie. I don't care. This movie isn't even close to what happened. It's making her out to be some sort of feminist icon. Who is taking out the evil man? Like she's a fucking superhero. No. Only one of her victims was a convicted rapist. I am not making an excuse for that one. But, in this thing, every man she sees wants to rape her and beat her up. It is beyond fucking ridiculous and beyond vile and toxic. I can't even finish this piece of shit. I'm going to give this thing a 0 out of 10. I'm sure... Charisse won her Oscar for her brave portrayal of the serial killer and was because a pretty beautiful woman ugged herself up because that's how Oscars are won. 
Still come back next week as I look at Zodiac. Then October is Tremors, November is Nick Cage movies, and December is Fist of Fear 2. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me with suggestions to Here's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror podcasts of Resident Evil, House, Alien, Psycho, and more. Also my solo podcast of Donnie Darko, They Live, Christine, and many more. Hey, bye. And remember, I watch these bad movies, so don't have to. Now go and watch Silence of the Lambs if you want something with a strong female lead. Not this piece of shit made up crap. Bye.